what do you want for yourself? And I also want you to think one day when you depart from this world and your graveyard, what's that message you want to leave it to your generation? What message you want to leave to this world? And they will tell me and I will ask them, so if that's what you want to leave for this world, are you doing it right now? My friend, welcome back. If you are new here, I'm Joanne Chan, your host of the podcast Find Joy with Joanne. Thank you for joining us every week for the most authentic, courageous, and powerful connections with a lot of fun. Thank you for showing up for yourself today to continue to learn and grow to live a life with joy, passion, purpose, and success in your own style on your own terms. Joining us today is a confidence coach, a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, an advisor, and thought leader in the field of emotional intelligence. She's also the co-founder of the Tosin Institute, a global consulting company that has catered to 25,000 businesses and has delivered over 6,500 case studies into emotional intelligence and providing services to Fortune 500 companies and privately owned million and billion dollar businesses. She's an expert on the topics of emotional intelligence, confidence, communication skills, and cash flow. And her passion lies in teaching people how to achieve their goals who experience low level of self-worth or feel trapped by mental and emotional blockages. She provides a fresh perspective on personal transformation and mindset. And she's here today to empower you to become your most confident self. So guys, help me and welcome the one and only Nini Tosin. This episode is sponsored by Get the Law of Attraction. If you have been listening to this podcast, then you will know I am a big believer of the universe and the law of attraction. Get the Law of Attraction is a spiritual an inspirational company that gives you something really good like chocolate chip cookies to feed your soul and your mind every single day. They provide daily Instagram posts and reels on the universe, gratitude, spirituality for your hectic life. They also have an educational course on the Law of Attraction and Gratitude Journal and their links are in the show notes below. Go to their website and use promo code JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N when you sign up and you will get $25 off. Hello, Joanne. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to share some of my story and insight to your audience. Thank you for being here. I am just so very excited to connect with you because you have such an inspiring story and it's just incredible how you overcame that tragedy and rebuilt your life, your confidence, and being where you are today, running a successful global company with your husband. Yeah. But I want to know how you did it because prior to that you were a business class cabin crew member representing three of the world's most prestigious airlines by all stop when you got involved in an aircraft accident in 2010 so talk to us about your transformational journey and how it led you to where you are today 
Yeah, well, uh, like you mentioned, you know, I think my, my whole journey really began in 2010, you know, when I get involved in the aircraft accident. So for two and a half years, I went through three major reconstructive surgery. So that actually leaving me with a permanent disability, you know, financial instability, but also that emotional trauma. And that come to so bad that I wanted to end my own life. But one day, I, I, you know, I, I come to that realization of, well, should I, should I, you know, keep acting like this or I should make a decisions, you know, to reinvent myself because for that time is, is like, you know, I, I want to go back to work, but the problem is that I won't be able to, because, you know, the damage of, you know, my, my, my knee, I couldn't really walk properly. And the company looking after me very well, but for two and a half years, one day they 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 they, they give me a call. They say, "Hey, Nini, we will also have a meeting with you. It's because you know you've been worker compensation for two and a half years. We don't know if we can keep supporting you like this. So you have to come to make that decisions. Do you want to maybe find a job in the office, or we might have to let you go? And that time, I also realized that." I pregnant with my, you know, first baby girl. And because all the things act together, I'm so stressed that caused me almost three times miscarriage of her. So I think that is really the wake up moment for me. You know, should I keep, you know, putting myself into that stressful situation or I should make that decisions, you know, to become my own boss you know, to, to start reinvented myself so I can do something else. And I think that's, that's, that's where, how I get into, you know, the personal development and learn about the uh, emotional intelligence. So that's, that's, you know, how to lead me. And I realized that because I learned a lot about myself, you know, I overcome a lot of those traumatic e emotions this is how lead me where I am today because I can use my story, the pain I have, I used to have and turn into the sugar to help other people. I love that. And I especially love it when you said this accident did not stop me. Instead, my life experiences made me reevaluate my life and find out what truly matters to me the most. Yeah, and I realized that the only way to overcome what I had gone through was by facing it head on. And that just show your strength and your confidence that has truly helped you to overcome that um, life experience. So now I want to know what was your biggest lesson learned from being involved in an aircraft accident? I think the biggest uh, lesson I learned is that there's no failure. There's only feedback to me. Because uh, when I had an accident, you know, I feel like I, I failed something, you know, because I never done any other job except this job. So that job is like, you know, like so important to me. But when you when you like lost it, you feel like, oh, I'm such a failure. Who am I when I when I'm not cabin crew? Who am I? What can I do? So you kind of start like doubting yourself a little bit, you know, I know I have a lot of skill, but at that time, I only know the skill I have to work as a cabin crew. So that, that created the confusion for me. And then, and then when I start learning about emotional intelligence, it comes to that self-awareness. I re, you know, discover 
the other part of me, you know, those strength where I can utilize the other strength of me to create a better path for me. So uh, I think, like I say, there's no failure, it's only feedback. I believe that every, you know, experience or the accident, no matter good or bad, there's always some positive learning for you that you can utilize that experience. Now I want to go back to your story because you mentioned that you actually wanted to end your own life because it was just so painful that you didn't want to live anymore. Yeah. So I want to know, so I want to know how did you overcome that, you know, that suicidal thought and why did you decide that I am actually, I'm going to live my life no matter what? Well, I think, I think, well, that's, that's really great questions. I still remember the day when I was so upset, you know, because I, I live in Dubai is a Muslim country in that country. They don't really talk about your mental health. So by that mean is that if you having that thought or if you commit suicide, that is halam that you cannot do that. So if, if you didn't die, they might put you into the jail. So it's very tricky. So for me, I know I want to end myself, but at the same time, I feel so scared because I live in different country. So I remember I take a paper box and I get a knife because I was so upset. And so I step in the box. And when I step in the box, my husband just came back from the flight and he saw that and he actually has a tear because he didn't know that, you know, when he away, his wife actually suffer a lot of those emotion. And I think, you know, uh, being to the Asian, uh, we don't tend to talk too much about our emotions. You know, we don't, we want to save face. So it's like, if I talk about too much about my emotions, I'm very weak. So actually a lot of crying myself, you know, by myself. So when I saw my husband's tears and then he said to me, let's get you some help. Let's get you some help so you can stand back up. And I think is that when I see that, that's really made me feel I hurting a person that really loving me. And then that is, you know, the, the moment I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm only 30. Is, is this how I want to live my life, it, you know, for the next 10 years? You know, I really have to do something about it. And, and like I say, when I found out that I'm pregnant, I feel like, I also taking responsibility, not just for myself, but for my children as well. So that's how I start making the decisions. And I start when to learn like emotional intelligence, but also learn uh, some NLP, you know, overcome those traumatic experience. So that really helping me. So that's where I really start. I love that. I love that story. Now, Okay, before I go, I, before, I want to talk about the business that you and your husband built together. That is just like, I want to know the journey of building a business together. But before we go there, I want to know what is your message for people who are going through emotional trauma right now, whether there is sickness or mental health problems or even yeah. being in an abusive relationship, for example. What is your message for them? I think one of the message that you really have to re, you know, you really have to have that clarity about what do you want for yourself, for your life, not for anybody else, but for yourself. You know, uh, a lot of my clients when they in the abusive relationship is they focusing on too much on somebody else, their partner. So they kind of lose themselves. They don't really know what they want. And that will cause a lot of stress and confusion for themselves. And because of that, they will lose the confidence. So it's like a loop. So that's one of the things I always say to my client. You know, I always ask, what do you want for yourself? 
And I also want you to think one day when you depart from this world and your graveyard, what's that message you want to leave it to your generation? What message you want to leave to this world? And they will tell me and I will ask them, so if that's what you want to leave for this world, are you doing it right now? And then we'll come to that realization, well, no, I know that's my goal, the dream, but because they don't have in that clarity. So I think that's, that's a wonderful question, you know, for anybody who in the, you know, emotional trauma or in the abusive relationship, you always need to ask yourself, what do you really want for yourself, but not for anybody else? Thank you so much for that. And now I want to know, how do you help people overcome their mental and emotional blockages? Since you mentioned about NLP earlier, is it um, through NLP or do you have any other techniques? Like what, what techniques do you use to help people? Okay, so we do have some uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, this is helping the clients. What they do is they will do the 90 second voice recording. And through those recording, we will be able to detect their subconscious emotions. So you, it will tell you about 481, your emotional trigger. So through that, we will realize, okay, your stress level, your, you know, uh, your personality, your strength, your inner potential. But also the most important is we will know your emotional life journey. Uh, when we were born, you know, we came out as a, you know, clean paper, isn't it? You know, have you, have you seen a negative baby? No. <laughs> yeah. So, so by that means all the negative emotion are learned, you know, through our life experience can be from the family and from the teacher. So, or from your friends. So when we realize that when we know your emotional life journey, we will see what has been happening in your life that trigger you know, the more intense negative emotions. And usually event will connect with some of the self-limiting belief. Uh, I remember one clients from Malaysia, when I do the coaching with him, one of the limiting belief that he has in himself is I just an Asian do. That's a limiting belief that he has in himself. So he has such an amazing talent, you know, doing the guitar and singing. But because he has that limiting belief in himself, he couldn't achieve his goal. And when we go back through it, it's because when he was grown up, he never get, you know, that encouragement from the, from the teachers. So this is uh, the technology that we helping our clients to actually, you know, understand your emotional intelligence and by that we were using what we call the timeline therapy technique to help clients to overcome those anger sadness fear hurt and guilt and all the limiting belief and also the self-doubt about themselves so this is what i'm doing to help my clients i love that that is something that is um, quite new to me it's the first time that i heard yeah. that people use artificial intelligence to help overcome you know to help improve uh, emotional intelligence for example so now i want yeah. to talk about the business of course like how did you because so now go back to the moment where you were like trying to you want you're you stepping the box right and your husband just came home and saw that and he was still working in the airlines if i'm not wrong so yes, how did yes. you then to come together and decide okay we are going to 
build our business. I'm leaving my job, right? And um, what, what, how was the journey like? Because you, I know you, two of you have been running a business for almost more than, I don't know, like ten five, years. 10 years. Yeah. Ten so years. Talk, bring it back to the moment of the, the, when the decision was made by two of you to come together and build a business together to help other people. Okay. Well, uh, I think like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, one day, you know, so I think I left Dubai when I, in 2012. So that's the time, you know, when the company say, well, do you think you want to stay with us to work in the office or you want to go? So at that time I decided, okay, maybe this is not the right place for me at this stage. So I decided to leave the country. And when I decided to leave the country, because my husband, use most of his leave to go overseas with me to having those operations so he doesn't have any leave to come to taiwan to see our daughter's birth so he made that decision he doesn't want to miss that so he said to the company that's fine you know i i i the family you know my wife and my daughters is more important than this job so that's why he resigned and we we did have some good saving with us so that's how we started because my husband sent out 300 cv to australia he wants to find a job but he didn't get even one response and that is the time i was like well shit that didn't look very good so we start thinking what we can do you know at that time we already do some personal development on ourselves and we're thinking that hey maybe in this coaching you know we can use our story you know to help other people so that's how we started but when we moved back to taiwan the business didn't you know it, it didn't successful because i think that concept of coaching is not very popular in at that moment you know in the in the in the in the, in the asian culture and my husband you know he's australian so he doesn't know how to speak mandarin so things didn't you know go out as we planned and so we have to and we almost finished most of our money and at that time my husband said okay maybe we have to go back to australia so we moved back to australia we started again uh we're lucky that the government give give us a little bit uh support you know with those you know new entrepreneur you know the government will give you some uh you know some money and we did have a little bit of luck for a while uh, we did make some money but then another crisis hit you know uh whatever the strategy that we use in Australia at that time, because of the economy going down, all the strategy used to work for us is not working anymore. So we have to sell everything and take those money and move back to Taiwan again. And we're living with my grandparents. You know, I remember live at Sanlo, you know, at the third floor, and then we start our business again. And at the same time, we're also teaching some English when we try to build our business. So there's a lot of up and down until, you know, we found our mentor, Brian Tracy. We have an opportunity to partner with him. And then that is how, you know, we start really growing our business. You know, we, we're having the right strategy and, you know, we're having the right mindset. I think that's very important, the right mindset, you know, and all the resources that we need. And then that's how our business start really taking off, I would say, in 20, 2015. That is a very empowering entrepreneurship journey because you just didn't give out. Although you face challenges, you face roadblocks along the way, but you didn't give out, right? You move in and out of Taiwan and move to Australia to find a job, yeah. but you move back. So it's a lot of uh, ups and downs and you yeah. deserve it. The success today, two of you truly deserve it. So now I want to talk about 
um, your own challenges because building a business with your husband, I'm sure there are some challenges you 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 face right on your own. How do you? Because I know a lot of uh, my listeners, they are also um, uh, they are also a wife or they are a mom and they are trying to build a business with or without their husband. So can you share with us what are some of the challenges you face? when running a business, global business with your husband, and how yeah. do you confidently play the role of being a wife and a business partner at the same time? Okay. Well, I think one of the things that really helping both of us is that we both really understand ourselves and also our weakness, also our communication style. Uh, so when we're talking about those technology is that also helping us to understand what is our preferred communication style. So I, you know, for example, my husband, he's very aggressive person, but I'm more like a little bit laid back. But when I know his style a little bit more, I can adopt that. So that will decrease the argument. So I would say uh, the challenges that before we learn about the emotions, is that sometimes we have, you know, of course, different opinion because as an aggressive person like him, he just want to take action. He want to do it quick. But for me, I'm more like, I want to plan a little bit. So, but for him, he was like, why you, why you do things so? But that is my style. But, but when we realize, you know, when we're looking at both our report, we understand each other. He will realize, oh, my wife, Nini, this is her style. She tend to think a little bit more, plan a little bit more. So I need to give her time to think about it on her. And for me, when I know his style, I know he's very aggressive. So I let him to do what I will do is I will remind him instead of kind of like nagging him, remind him like, hey, this is what I see. What do you think about it? So that actually, we don't, we, we don't have much conflict, be honest with you, because we really know each other like very well, like, communication style, but also the way how we do things. So I think that really helped. That really helped. So I think, like you say, for a lot of audience or follower, uh, you know, husband and wife, when they together one thing that we see a lot is they struggle with the communications and 95 percent of the problems that in the adult's life is all come with relationship come with communication i couldn't get along well with my partner you know like he's talking this i'm talking never having that common ground so i think knowing yeah knowing each other's communication style is when it comes to doing the business together yeah because first you have to understand yourself like you said earlier right understand yourself first then you yeah. understand your partner if you have yeah. one and yeah. then you will be able to communicate uh efficiently and understand yeah. each other better okay so yeah. now yeah so talk to me about the, the company like who do you serve do you who are your audience like do you serve entrepreneurs or do you have a specific group of people that you help uh, for us, uh, well, most of the clients who come to us are, uh, can be the entrepreneurs, you know, business owner. And also, if when I do the one-on-one coaching, it's somewhere between 35 to 55, this kind of range. Because this is where most of the people realize that whatever a lot of things that they try to do before to solve the emotional blockage, it doesn't work. So we kind of like a last resources for those people. 
So you know, my client will come to, oh, I tried so many things, this, 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 but it, I didn't really see, you know, what I really want. But when for what we do is we're looking for the root cause. We're not looking for the surface. So that is, you know, when I talking about those timeline therapy, is that we helping clients to remove those root cause between zero to seven. So, uh, you know, zero to seven is what we call the imprint period. So this is really, you know, embracing you. So usually between this time, people will have a lot of negative emotions. Yeah, that's when the baby becomes negative, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, you know, like, like, for example, if I talking about just in Asian itself, you know, in the Asian culture is that we don't like kids to make mistakes. We don't like people to make mistakes. And what I see for a lot of people who wants to become an entrepreneur is that they're having that fear of making the mistake. But you know, when you become an entrepreneur, you need to keep trying. You need to keep making the decision. And sometimes those decisions is not right, but you won't know until you try it, isn't it? But that fear of making mistakes will make them stuck in their comfort zone, they won't be able to get out to try new things. So you need to be able to overcome the fear of making a mistake, be able to making the new decisions. I hope that making sense to you. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I love that when you mentioned about Asian culture, because we both are Asians and we live in Asia. So talk yeah. to me about that. Uh, because most of our guests, they are, you know, uh, my past guests, they are in the West. So we cannot yeah. talk about that, right? So yeah. Now, Okay, so earlier the your client, the Malaysian guy who, yeah. who go to you and said, like being an Asian is a limiting belief itself. Yeah. Right? Yes. Do you see it a lot in, in the in your clients, like when they are Asian? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, like people will say, for example, you probably hear this, you know, when you were younger. Parents will say, Well, in our family, we all working for somebody else. How can you become an entrepreneur? That won't work. Go and find some some other job. Okay. Why you choose this, you know, this uh major in the university, okay? For the if you want to be the artist, how can you survive become an artist? Are you crazy? Go to learn accountant. So all this no, 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 no. That preventing the kids like maybe I should just follow what my parents said. And I see that a lot in my clients. And one of the things, you know, I also see in the Asian culture is that, you know, there are four major fear. Uh, fear of being taken advantage of. And also second fear is fear of the rejections. And the third one is a fear of losing stability. And the fourth one is a fear of making mistake. And a majority of my clients is that they in that fear of losing stability and fear of making mistake. So... Fear of losing stability is like, okay, I probably work in the corporate job. I fucking hate this job, but you pay my bills, but I'm not happy. I so want to be an entrepreneur, but I'm so scared to losing that stability. So you need a lot of that. We need to change the way you think, you know, it's like that filter in your brain. So I definitely see that a lot in the age, you know, in it, when it comes to the Asian clients, uh, with the Western client, what I usually see is that, um, you know, the fear of being taken advantage of, you know, so sometimes what they do is they don't really want to ask for help. You know, what if, oh, what if I ask for help and then this person taking advantage of me? And also that fear of the rejections, 
you know, uh, and I think that uh, because a lot of my clients, they also in their sales positions, they know they have to pick up the call, but because they don't want to hear the client say no, so they rather not picking up the phone call. So those are the major fear is really what, what I call is the killer of the success. Because if you can overcome those full fear, you'll go to the roof. You will like, Choo! you know, go to the sky that quick. Yes, yes. I love that. So how do we overcome the fear then? Because my listeners will be like asking, okay, now Nini, I know I have all these fears, right? I have all these fears, but how do I overcome that? How do I become fearless? Well, I think, like I say, first of all, you need to identify which fear is holding you back. Okay. And the second thing is, like I mentioned before, uh, what I've been helping my client most of the time, you know, a majority of the time with overcoming those fear is using that technology, you know, the, the strategy is timeline therapy. We can, 80% of the majority of the adult population can release this negative emotion under eight minutes, as little as eight minutes. So this is how I have, so it's a little bit like hypnosis. So that's what I'm helping the clients with because we all have the internal re uh, representation in our mind. So for example, we put, if you and I, if we see the same opportunity, the people who doesn't have that fear, they will see that is the opportunity. They will go for it. But if this person having that fear inside of them, they will hesitate to take the actions. So I think the first important thing is they have to identify which fear is holding them back and how does it impacting them? How does it hurt them? So because like I say, you cannot, you know, one thing I always say to my client is it's not what you know that hurts you, it's what you don't know. Okay, that is deep. It's not what you know that hurt you. It's not. It's what you do not know. You don't. You don't. Ah, okay. Okay. So talk to me about the difference between hypnosis and timeline therapy because I thought they are the same thing. So you mentioned mm. they is not the same. So what is the difference? Uh, I think the traditional hypnosis is like okay, you close your eyes, you know, and then the 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 person will give you a lot of uh, you know older or the, or the, you know, or the command, but through the timeline therapy is more about me as a tour guide to help the clients to found their root cause and then get the positive learning from those events. Uh, if you mentioned that you learn a little bit similar about, you know, the, the, the NLP, you know, when we talk about, it's not just this lifetime. I'm not quite sure you believe past life. You know, we, we couldn't we couldn't prove is that exists or not exists. But through a lot of my clients, when they do this process, it's actually a lot of self-limiting belief or the negative emotion is actually carry on generation or carry on in the past life. If I share one of story with you, just yeah, recently, sure. last week, one of one of my clients, uh, she's a female. Uh, she's been struggled with self identity and also the self esteem. So she grew up in a very rich family. However, she didn't have a good connection, you know, good bond with her parents. She always feel like she's not worthy of love, and this kind of impacting her. Now she's 38, she still struggled to find the right person for her. When we did a timeline therapy, she went back to 45 
lifetimes ago, she saw herself with her husband. Her husband is uh, uh, like a military guy. So the, 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 the husband is about to go to the war and she see herself like so scared of losing him. You know, it's like, can you just stay for me? So a lot of that sadness that, you know, guilt is coming, you know, a lot of emotion. And through that event, what she learned is that she said to me, hey, Nini, what I really learned is that if that mean to be, so what? I should remember I come to this world with the love and I'm worth it. And she said to me, she never feels she's worth for anything. But through that event, 45 lifetime ago, I can, we can now prove is, is it true or not, but it's true for her. And you can, you, if, if you can see her, you can see that the, 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 the you know, the, the face change, you know, the, the muscle is relaxed. And then she start having that smile that she haven't had for so long. So it's very interesting uh, through those process, you know, and, and this is also one thing why I love what I'm doing because I can, I know a lot of secret about my clients, you know, all those amazing story about can be the past life regression or even in the womb as well. So I, I really love what I'm doing. And this is what I love to help my clients well, because when I see my client having those breakthrough. I feel I also having that breakthrough for myself as well. To all my new and dedicated listeners, you know how much I value supporting women in business. So I'm happy to share this week's show sponsor, Cubicle to CEO. They are a podcast elevating the financial footprint of female entrepreneurs. Everywhere hosted by Alan Yin. A weekly show bringing you case study interviews with leading entrepreneurs and CEOs so you can borrow a specific new revenue growth strategy from each guest that has already been successfully implemented in their own business. So listen to Cubica to CEO today and receive free access to your first 10K month masterclass and a bonus workbook by going to our special link zen.ai slash findjoyceo. Again, that is zen.ai slash findjoyceo. And I will also put a link in the show note below. Now, let's get back to our show. I love that. Yeah. So, so how, can people, how can people work with you? At the moment, I all work uh, online online just like this you know through the zoom so people people so this is how me and my clients to to do the work together and uh, one of the important thing is that even though through the camera we can feel the energy as well we can feel that energy and you know for me i'd be able to see my clients facial expression those what we say is non-verbal cue so this is this is i i think it's really good that now we're having that technology we used to do those you know training or one-to-one -one coaching face-to-face -face. but actually think for COVID-19 now we don't have to leave the house we can just turn on the computer and we can just work like that so so you have your client first send you then audio right of them recording themselves is it correct yeah, so this is actually, uh, we will have the, like nowadays, you know, we can use the app. So as long as you have your cell phone, you know, most of the people will have the app, you know, the, the, the Apple phone. And then uh, you download the app and then you can do the recording. So this artificial intelligence, what it, what it do is actually decode the frequency and the vibration pattern of 
brain wave in your voice. So this is like, you know, really deep. Like most of the time, what we do is 5% that conscious, but what really influence what we want to do is that 95% of subconscious. So through this technology is actually get into your subconscious level, which is majority of us, we don't think about that until you will see the scientific report. I would love to have my report with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, think, I think you will really enjoy it. It's really phenomenal. Uh, I did a podcast the other day uh, with another lady from Australia and she really into it. So, so, so she did one for herself and we're going to do um, another episode that I'm going to help her to you know, decode you know, her report. And she has some very interesting uh, thing in her report when I look at it. So uh, it, it's very interesting, you know, for me and my husband, you know, we, we're doing this for a very long time. Our client loving it. Uh, my children, we do that as well because a lot of parents, what they struggle is they found that they couldn't communicate with their children. But actually children can have a lot of stress it just they don't know how to express themselves. Really? They they are stressful because I see my nephew and niece, they are like they don't care about what's going on. They are just so free and joyful all the time. Do they have stress? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh if I if I give you an example for my daughter, uh my daughter she had very good relationship with my grandmother. But my grandmother passed away when she was like 93. And that was the time when my daughter was three years old. She's nine, uh, She's 10 now. When we did her report, even though she didn't show much about crying, you know, sadness. However, when we're looking at her report, the emotional life journey, when it comes to three years old, the emotional bar, the emotional feeling was very high. So... When she was three years old, she doesn't, she, you know, like three years old, you just a baby, you know, like you, you couldn't tell much, but it doesn't mean they don't have that emotions. And, and those little things and those little things is really interesting and, you know, phenomenal when, I, when, when we saw that. And also in this report, it also will tell you what kind of person you like personality that you are. For example, for my daughter, one of her personality is observer. Uh, by that mean is this person love knowledge. So knowledge is very important to her. So as a parent, when we understand that, we give her a lot of freedom to do and study. I never check my daughter's homework, never, because I know she can do it very well. And she is model student every year. But because I know her style, so I can give her what she needs. And this is what a lot of parents struggle. You know, if you're talking about most of the Asian parents, just study, 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 yeah. or, you know, yeah. or, or, or exam, 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 like no fun. But because, but, you know, if I look at my son, my son is totally different personality than my daughter when I read his report. So I know what he like, and I give him more time to do what he loves. And I think as a parent, one of the gifts that we can give our children is raise a confidence children because I think confidence is everything that you do in life. I love that. That is so beautiful. I'm sure you are a great parent for all your kids, you beautiful kids. Now you mentioned about confidence. I want to talk about, I want to ask like, so what is your number one confidence tip 
that you can share with me and my listeners today. Like that, that one tip that will almost like immediately boost our self confidence anywhere when we need it. Okay, well, uh, if we're talking about that, I think the first important thing is the self awareness when it comes to the emotional intelligence. Self awareness that is the key to the confidence is because you really need to know what is your strength and what is your weakness. Uh, in Asia, you know, if we talk about majority, not necessarily just in Asia, people like okay, focusing on your weakness, do something about your weakness, but to- people totally forget about your strength. And when you're in that, you know, environment, people just, you know, always criticize you. You didn't do enough. You know, you didn't do well. Only focus on the weakness. You won't having that confidence. So my number one uh, advice to you, to your audience, is go to find that one strength that you do it so well. And I want you to expand it. I want you to utilize that even more, because majority of the people don't use their strength. Because they're so focusing on how can I fix this weakness. I'm not saying that you know weakness not important, but I think the percentage now you know when it comes to coaching, this is why I teach my client is that sometimes forget about the weakness. That's focusing on your strength. That's build your confidence. Because if you're doing what you're really good at, that will give you a lot of confidence. Yeah, that is so true. Thank you for sharing that. Now, how do we know? What we are good at, like how do we identify our strength? Because it's easier to identify our weaknesses, right?、Mm. But it's so it's relatively difficult when it comes to identify our strength. So、mm. how do we first identify what we are good at? Okay, so there's a two two things I think、uh, you can do. So first of all, one the, the one of the question I always ask my client is, you know, take out a piece of paper and tell me what is your top ten strength and top ten weakness. Okay, so usually what you will even find is that people struggle with their strength, but they can give you the weakness like two seconds. <laughs> so once you realize what you're really good at, I want you to review, look at those ten strength. What is that number one strength? If you use just a little bit more, one percent every day, it will impact your life positively. Just one percent. One percent every day, because we have three hundred sixty-five day. If you increase one percent today, it's better than yesterday. One year, you're three hundred sixty-five percent increase. Secondly,、uh, this is、uh, what I will also ask my clients to do: is that when we're using the artificial intelligence, is that、uh, we all have nine different type of enneagram. So. So each enneagram will have their inner potentials. So those inner potential will be your strength. And when people, you know, look at those report, they're like, "Oh, I never thought that actually I have this strength." Yeah, now I remember. So this is another way. So like I said, you have to be conscious about it, conscious about it, what you really good at by writing it down, and through that report is really subconscious level. So you recognize that, and you can combine those two. So, so I would say my coaching is is not just like about you know my opinion. My coaching is really based on the science. That's what what is what I love, and I think that's、yeah. also distinguish myself and、uh, the the other coaches as well. Is that we we use a lot of、uh, science. Yeah, true, true. Love that. 
Now, thank you so much for taking your time out. And is there anything that you really want to share with me and my audience today? And perhaps I didn't let you or I didn't ask you. Um, no, I, I would say probably the one more advice that I would like to share with your audience is that I always say there's only four ways to change your life. I think everybody, each of us want to have a better life. And there's only four ways to change your life. The first is do more of certain things. And second thing, do less of certain things. So those less can be, for example, oh, I should stop watching Korean drama. I should, you know, uh, don't check my Facebook this often. And the number three is stop doing something old. What is some bad habit that you know you need to stop immediately? Can be procrastination. This is a problem that a lot of my clients come to me is that they procrastinate. Uh, number four is start something new. So this can be a new skill, new knowledge, or even just a new habit. So once you can master those four things, your life will change dramatically. I love that. So are we saying that we need to do all of them, all four of them, or we just choose one? Like we just do one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, usually do at the same time, you know, do more of certain things. So it can be, it can be this more of things like, oh, I know I need to do more networking. Okay, so I need to meet more friends. But at the same time, I know I need to stop, you know, just going on the internet and serving on the internet, wasting too much time. What I need to stop, stop thinking negatively. A lot of people have a lot of negative self-talk. So this needs to be stopped straight away. And what do you, you know, you need to start something new. Well, I think I need to start doing Facebook Live. This is a lot of people, you know, they know they want to grow their business, but they're so scared to turn the camera on thank you so much i mean that is so great uh, the, the exercise i'm going to do it later as well i'm going to ask myself the four <laughs> questions all right and um, so now we are going to end with our final five rapid fire questions so these are the five questions that i ask all my guests at the end of the show and every question has to be answered in either one word or one sentence maximum oh yes okay. all right it's, it's, a, it's like a game you know Okay, yeah. cool. So the first question is, what is one thing you wish you knew earlier? Great question. I would say having a French bulldog. Oh, okay. I love that. Having a French bulldog is because uh, we didn't do any research when we have our dog and she's very crazy. So she, she causes some heyday. She definitely brings a lot of joys to us, but she's pretty crazy, like a little bit aggressive bulldog. So I think that also it is a learning for me, you know, like you said, like I wish that I do some research to know about that. So <laughs> she probably is one of the, the things that sometimes I think, oh, I'm a little bit regret. She's like your, your kids, right? It's one of your kids <laughs> as well. Thank you. The next question is, if you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? Okay. I think what I would do it differently is that um, I definitely will learn personal development much earlier. Probably when I was 18. I think I probably like 10 years late, you know, because I really start about that, you know, when I live in Dubai and that's how I really spend, you know, the way I see the world very, very differently. So I wish that, you know, if I learn more about those mindset 10 years ago, I think it would be very different. Yeah. Okay, now I know this is not part of the question, but since you mentioned that, how do you teach personal development to your kids right now? Because you mentioned if you could go back and start over again, you would start learning personal development 
and 18. So your kids, are you teaching them now or later? Yeah, we also teach them. We also teach them as well. We also teach them. Uh, so, uh, sometimes my kids will come to work with me when I'm doing some coaching sessions. My kids will sit over there and just listen. You know, when I'm doing those hypnosis, uh, we use a lot of positive uh, affirmation, you know, or reinforcement to my kids. But I would say that, you know, uh, but like I said, every kid is different. You know, I did read a lot of books during my pregnancy. You know, I tried to follow what books said, but it didn't turn out like that. You know, like I said, and then that's why I realized that, you know, if I know a little bit more about, you know, parenting, it can come into the very different way. I think my, you know, the, the journey can be even more fun. It's already having fun, but I think can be have, you know, even more fun. Uh, thanks for that. Now, the next question is, what is something you are trying to learn or curious about right now? What I want to learn? Hmm. I definitely wants to learn some Korean and curious about Korean because I love I love Korean food. I love to go to Korea to shopping, but you know I only can say Ania say yo. That's it. So you know, and I I I love language. You know, I I love cultural stuff. So I think that's something that is actually on my list. I wants to do. I haven't I haven't really having a time to do it. But that's a good question. It kind of like remind me that hey, you need to start. You know, maybe look for the teacher online and then start pick up some 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 new skill okay this is amazing because earlier i actually did another podcast recording with another guest and when i asked her this question yes. she also said she is learning korean and you know this is just like <laughs> what a coincidence <laughs> so now the next question is if yeah. you have five minutes and the whole world was listening to you what would you say well uh i think embrace your awareness so to me, I think, you know, every weirdo is on my wavelength. Like, like what I mean is that our emotion is contagious. You know, it's, it's, it's like if you're positive, people can feel you're positive. So I think that everybody have that uniqueness. So I just want everybody to embrace that. If you're weird, embrace that. You know, if you're funny, embrace that. I think uh, that's what I see in a lot of my clients is that sometimes they feel they have to wear a mask to fit in the society. Yeah. Like they know like I'm very funny or, you know, part of me actually is very weird, but people couldn't get it. People couldn't, if I show that, I probably won't fit in. So that create a lot of, you know, conflict in themselves. So that's why they, they're not happy. So that's why I say that message is embrace your awareness. You know, if you're weird, just, you know, be yourself, but embrace that yeah. and utilize I love that. To, to bring the positive, to bring the positive impact to the world because part of you is being weird. Thanks for, thanks for that. That is so beautiful. I love that message so much, especially in, in Asia, I would say we want to fit in, right? Because we yeah. were taught that we need to fit in. We need to sit sit there and just sit quiet, uh, sit still and be quiet, right? We cannot be ourselves. Yeah. We cannot be loud. We cannot ask yeah. questions. We cannot jump around. So it's like that yes. is the message that we need to hear. Exactly. <laughs> I really, I really love that. It's like, yeah, you cannot jump around because, you know, my kids, they're very like Aussie. They're very loud. They're very, you know, and sometimes as a, you know, Taiwanese mommy, I take them out. I feel like, oh, like I will feel a little bit, but I, I let them to be, you know, I, I will ask them to still have certain manner, but sometimes when they're a little bit loud, my husband will say, they're just Aussie kids. Aussie kids just loud. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, thank you so much. And the last question is, what brings you joy? What's bring me joy? I think coaching really bring a lot of joy to me. I love to working with my client. I love seeing people's having that breakthrough. I feel like I having that positive impact to other people's life. And that is one of my goals. Well, I want to, you know, teach a million of people's how to break through their mental block and so they can become the best version of themselves. So coaching bring a lot of joy in my life. Powerful. Thank you for doing what you do today. And thank you for taking the time out and sharing with us so joyfully today. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this, they want to get to know you more. They want to work with you or they want to get their report with you. So where can I send people to you? Uh, they can go to uh, www.ninitosen.com. That's my website. But they, they can also add me on on the social media, Facebook, just type in Nini Tolson and they can reach out to me. Okay, great. All right, guys, I hope you love this episode. I'm sure you love this episode and go follow Nini, go to her website, join her program and watch her videos and check out all the amazing things that she's doing and on Facebook and, you know, get your reports with her as well. And if you are not following me, follow me on Instagram at joanne.chan and tell me and Nini, what is your biggest takeaway from this episode? And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And I will always leave you the same way as I leave you with every other episode. Show up. The world needs you and you need you. Thanks for listening and I wish you all a joyful and amazing day ahead. Thanks again to our sponsor, Get the Law of Attraction. Follow them on Instagram for daily spiritual enrichment and encouragement, especially if your spiritual ice cream cone is melting a bit you will get a fresh scoop of your favorite flavor of spiritual encouragement and insights. Find Joy with Joy and listeners will also get $25 off when you go to their website and use promo code JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N when you sign up for their Law Attraction course and Gratitude Journal. Once again, that is JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N for $25 off and their links are in the show note below. guys i hope you love this episode if you love this episode take a screenshot of this and share it on your ig stories and tell me what is your biggest takeaway remember to tag me at findjoywithjoyan underscore podcast so that we can connect with you and if you would like to support me personally and support my mission then please help us rate and review the podcast at apple podcast i read all of them and until next time my friend, show up. The world needs you and you need you. You need the best version of yourself every single day. So always strive to be the best you can be in this present moment. Again, thanks for listening and I will soon be back with another guest in the next episode.